This is episode 220. Do you feel like your other half, your colleagues, your friends, or even your family bring you down every time you try to make a change? Oh, another diet. Oh, you're not drinking again. Oh, you never last at the gym. Why do you waste your money? If this kind of stuff sounds familiar, then you need to listen to this episode where I tell you about the law of proximity and how to up-level the people in your life. Because if you don't, you ain't going nowhere. So let's not let that happen. You ready? Let's get into it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another Coaching with Maddie episode where we go straight down the line and give you the real talk. All of this is pulled from my diary and from my notes from clients over the last four years. And so I want to be able to help you make different decisions and different actions in your life. And so the big picture stuff, of course, is that this year it's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. Now, one of the questions that I get is how do I do that? And there are so many layers to that answer. And I say that because so many people have been on the journey of weight loss or gut health or trying to change their life in any significant way. They've been on this journey for so long. And when I say so long, I don't mean one time for a really long time. I mean, that journey has been started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped over and over and over again. And so it's no wonder that we get to a place where we are worse off than ever because we've abandoned ship so many times. Now, this comes without judgment because I too have done the same thing in my life, right? And it's simple. We weren't given the tools from our parents or from our teachers or from our bosses or from any of the authoritarian figures in our life as we grew to be able to actually make decisions about our own health, wellness, self-care, self-respect, self-love in a way that builds us up and strengthens us, right? So there's no blame here. There's no judgment. However, now that you're listening to this podcast, Obviously, it's time to take responsibility and you've probably been listening for a while or you might be new here. So welcome. Now is the time for us to take responsibility for our own lives and unfortunately, take responsibility for the shitty decisions of other people because if we don't take responsibility, we can't change things. Now, you may have heard from either Tony Robbins or Jim Rohn or anybody else that's somebody important, obviously that's me because I'm about to say it, (laughs) is that you are the average of your five closest friends or the five people that you spend the most amount of time with. You might have heard that before and if you haven't, well, there you go. It's true, right? We acclimatize to our environment. Why is this important to understand? Because you are a tribe animal. You are a pack animal just like most mammals, right? We are all looking to belong to a crew, to a family, to a tribe, to a community, uh, to a country, to an identity. Uh, and the reason we want to do that is because it goes all the way back to evolutionary days uh, of, sorry, prehistoric days during evolution um, because we needed to be safe. We, we, in the beginning, we really couldn't figure much out. And that's the same with most pack animals is that they're pack animals because they benefit from being a pack. They all help each other out for the safety and survival of the community. And it's the same in our very abundant, excessive world that we have now is that despite knowing that living in somewhere like Australia or the USA or wherever it might be, that for the most part, for 99.9% of time that you'll be alive, you'll be pretty safe. 
there's still this deep evolutionary part of your brain that says, hey, we still need others, we still need to connect, we still need to use them as our safety and security. So I want you to start by thinking, who are the five people that I spend the most time with? And ideally, I want you to think about people that are not your children uh, because it's, it's a little different. Obviously, we learn a lot from our children. They can be inspiring and endearing and teach us how to be kind and all these types of things. But I want you to think adults, right? So the five people you spend the most time with. Now, you might have heard of the law of proximity. So, the law of proximity is the idea that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, right? So, each individual in your five people, might be five, might be six, might be ten, whatever it is, however many people you hang out with regularly, all of you added together is more than the individual sum of each individual. And the reason that that's important to understand is because when a group, small or large, get an idea... When they start moving forward through that idea, it doesn't just add up equally to everybody's contribution. It's like a snowball. Think about running down a really steep hill. You just get faster and faster and faster until you're so out of control with the speed that obviously you fall over, you roll down the hill, you break your leg, all this kind of stuff happens. The same happens when we're in community and connection with people is that if a good thing starts, it gets better and better and better and it just starts accumulating this, this momentum. And guess what? The same thing happens when shitty decisions are made and shitty behaviours are made and endorsed by the community is we keep doing this. So when, what comes to mind is that you've got to do two things, right? And I've got a story that I want to share, a really brief story, is that you either want to have conversations with that community if you want to change. So if you want to get healthier, if you want to start losing weight, if you want to fix your gut health, if you want to start just up-leveling your mindset in spirituality or whatever it is, developing better relationships, healing your romantic relationship that's been broken for a long time or stuck in the past, then you need to change your environment because you can predict the future based on the people you spend time with. Remember, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, the five closest people to you. So if you look at those people and see how they've acted for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years, then you can predictably assume that they will act very similar moving forward and thus you can calculate that you will probably be right alongside them in the same time frame, 5, 10, 15 years in the future. If you can see that right now and you're really unhappy about it, you've got to do a couple of things. You've got to communicate Start by communicating. Um, You want to actually try and communicate with your community because obviously you think they're great people for whatever reason. So you want to actually see, maybe I can get them on board with my own health mission. And in order to understand how to communicate with somebody to get them on board with your health decisions or your life change that you want to happen, because currently you're looking forward and you're thinking, hanging out with these people is not going to do me any favors in the future. Then you need to listen to episode 212 of this podcast, uh, which is called How to Say No to Food That Causes You Problems. Now, that's about far more than food. It's about communication between people and setting boundaries and a few other things. So I highly recommend going there. So you've got to do first thing, communicate with the people around you. See if you can actually get them on board with moving the trajectory of all of your lives in another direction. Because remember, the whole is worth more than the sum of its parts. And if you can get those people on board, the momentum that you will get in a positive direction, it's going to pay dividends in that 5, 10, 15 year time frame. right? The second thing is if they're not on board, you got to do some really tough stuff, which is draw boundaries and find new friends. It doesn't mean cut them out. It doesn't mean cut family members out. Well, I mean, in some cases, it might end in divorce. And you know what? You might be better off for that. Um, but my point is that you should start with communication, start doing the work with people and making sure that you can... Um, 
you know, you, you do your due diligence with the relationship to make sure that you can actually build something new with that person and build an entirely new life with that person's support. Because how amazing and fulfilling would it be like to look at your partner or your friend and say, we did this together. Like we created this together. And when times were tough, we had each other and we know each other so well that, you know, we were able to pick each other up and have each other's back. If you can't get there, then you actually need to make, create some space with this person, which is, which is difficult. And what comes to mind, that story I mentioned, is a client of mine, Jo, fantastic human. She's in a family that um, has an Italian heritage and has a nonna, and nonna shows love by cooking food, right? And so, the catch is, and I hear this a lot, I can't say no because that's how my mum shows love or that's how my partner shows love is they're feeders, they're providers. And many women fall into this role and that's because they love to make sure that everybody's full and healthy and able and, and, it's, and it's a really important part of the family unit to have somebody that is providing nourishment to the rest of the family. However, obviously Italian food isn't amazing for your health, generally speaking, especially when it's cooked and served here in Australia. And, so, and I would say the same for the US and same for England and same for most parts of the world. And so what um, Joe's son actually did, which was perfect, is he sat down with Nonna and said, explained that his love and her love were not actually connected to the food and it still existed with his declining of her food offerings, which is a brave thing to do because obviously Nonna might get really offended, but he took the time to sit down and communicate his emotions, his how he felt about her, how he could disconnect the love from the food, right? And so he was able to establish a new form of relationship with his Nonna. She still cooked for everybody else, but he took his own food when we went to Nonna's house. And that relationship is still thriving, right? Because it was a healthy communication. So that's what you need to be able to do. And if you can't do that, then we've got to create space and we've got to connect with new friends. We've got to join communities, join programs, join gyms, uh, join yoga groups, go to friend finding apps. That's a real thing. uh, And start actually putting yourself out there to have healthy relationships with people that are going to build momentum because you need to up level the five people that you spend time with. Because if you don't, the trajectory of your life is going to go nowhere. It's going to look the same as it did five years ago, as 10 years ago. It's going to look the same in five years or 10 years from now. So if you don't actually change your environment, your tribal self, your pack animal self will stay the average of the pack that it is in. And if you're not happy with the way that you are right now, then you are not happy with the pack that you are in. So you need to up-level that pack. So swap out the immediate five and push the current five back a level doesn't mean we say goodbye forever, just means we create a bit of space and spend time with people whose values we wished to adopt. All right, gang, if you've enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star rating on Spotify, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, write a review, share it with a friend, give it to anybody you think needs to hear about it, and we will, of course, see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode.
Whilst the presenters that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.